everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got another edition of the LoJ Book Club, Lori and Julia Book Club. We are delighted to have Joan Meyerson with us. Her new, her first novel is Who Needs Paris? Welcome, Joan. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Um, okay, so this, I... Lori loves Paris. Does yeah, Lori loves Paris so much? You're I, making just <laughs> I was just like so excited to read your book because you just oh. beautifully draw the picture of Paris. But oh. Oh, I think you. the other thing too that I think it's fun to read books that are set in Paris is even if you've never been to Paris, people feel like they have been to Paris because That's it's been right. in so many movies and TV shows. It kind of feels That's like right. a place you've been. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's like it's like a dream. And even when you go there, it's hard to believe it's real because you've seen all these movies and you've seen all these wonderful things happening. And there you are, walking around right where right where it happened. And it's uh, it, 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 I, I, every time I go there, I I ask myself, why is this so beautiful? Why is this? You know, what what is it about? What is it about Paris that's so wonderful? And and I, you can't put your finger on it, but it's there. It's just in the air and the way it looks and. And the food and the people and the, the Francais, they say. Yeah, is, oh, it, so, is so it, was that why you wanted to, we're going to have you tell us the setup of Who Needs Paris Food. Sure. Is it because you love Paris that you wanted to set your first book that you've, I mean, you're a writer, you're, you've won WGAs and TV writing, but right. do you just love Paris right. and you're like, I'm setting my story in Paris? <laughs> well, I, you know, I guess, well, uh, what happened was, you know, as, as you know, that I, I I did a lot of other writing and documentaries and uh, other kinds of things like that, National Memorial Day concert, where I would interview people and and tell their stories. And they were all wonderful stories. And that's how I realized that the best, the best, the best stories are those that come from real life. And I, but I had done it for many years and it felt like it was time, time to move on. And I've always kind of had this dream that, Someday I would write a novel, you know. So, and and what happened to me when trying to think of what I would write, I realized that as I just told myself, talked to myself, and that the best things and the best stories come from real life. And there were these two times that I lived in Paris that were rather monumental for me personally. Uh, both very different, but both you know both um, a real part of, of who I am today. And so I, uh, at first I was trying to decide, do I want to write about when I was there in the 60s at, and at the mm-hmm. Sorbonne and a young student, or do I want to write about, you know, 13 years later when I was a grown-up and, and, and already a professional writer and, you know, meeting all kinds of interesting people. And I, I didn't know which one to do. And finally, I realized that actually one would not have happened without the other, that the, that the whole story, the real story was in, in, those, in both of those two times. Ah, mm-hmm. so, so you... that's why, that's why I, I did it, you know, it's because it, what happened to Kate, Kate is our, my character, mm-hmm. uh, in the 60s, you know, it was wonderful, it was beautiful, it was everything she dreamed Paris would be until it wasn't, and, you know, and then it was horrible because of this catastrophic love, love, love interest, love affair. And, and then when she went back home, she swore she'd never go back to Paris because she avoided it like the plague because of her experiences. And finally, 13 years later, 
she uh, she's really going nowhere. She's sit down. She hasn't been able to deal with what happened to her, you know, before. Mm-hmm. And so, but but she gets a job. A, a French a French TV director uh, wants to hire her to come to Paris to help him out uh, to <clears throat> to do a documentary on the Deauville uh, Film Festival. And so she decides that you know ultimately she's finally got to face the past, and maybe this will help her. And so she goes reluctantly, and then. Surprise, surprise, it's it's a whole different city, and it's beautiful, and she has a terrific experience, and it's fun, and it's, you know, the the, the novel is is fun, and it's it's a little sexy, and it's all those things, but uh, yes, I heard that, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, the past still is there, and she still hasn't been able to, you know, focus on it, So, so, but being there... It's actually somebody else uh, said the same thing that I've been thinking all along. It's it's really sort of a coming of age novel, mm-hmm. but at the age of thirty, at the age of thirty five, let's put it this way, she you know she really does begin to mature and and fight for the freedom, the part for the ability to to be free for herself, you know, free herself from that, to find her true self, you know, to to really do that. So so I realized that it really was one story, but but two different. Time yeah, and you know, reading reading your book too, I it made me think, and also I guess because of your experience being a TV writer. Right. But Julie and uh-huh. I love this show, Call My Agent, which was a Netflix oh, yes. show based. You know, took place in Paris, oh. but all about you know all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is giving me shades of Call My Agent. If I if we were ever to see <laughs> who needs Paris on a, a small screen. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Well, I, that's my one of my favorite shows too. It's called My Agent. I just love that show. It was per, it was perfect, and I think you're absolutely right. It was it gave you a realistic feeling of Paris. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Emily in Paris, you know, it's real. But it was but it was the Paris that 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 you really can kind of fall in love with, and and that's uh, when I was living there, especially in the '70s. It was more like that. Mm-hmm. Know, I think, um, and that. You know, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Joan Meyerson. Her first novel is Who Needs Paris? And it's set in the 60s and in the 70s in Paris. And and we were just talking about Emily in Paris. And the producer, you know, did a blurb for you in that she absolutely, Uh she loved your book because of the the juicy descriptions of the great city of lights. (laughs) Um, Do you, you know, I can't imagine Paris in the 60s or 70s. Well... I, yeah, I guess you, you know? know the fashion, but the thing about Paris, and you can uh-huh. tell me if you agree, Joan, but one of the things, uh-huh. other than the fashion changing, and of course, with the exception of when it was Nazi occupied, but Paris stays the same. Uh huh. Eight, you know, yeah. 1920, 1970, 2020, because from the, an architectural, from an architectural point of view, and very much so, it stands alone, yeah. and there is something romantically reassuring about that. That's it. That's right. That's right. I mean, when you go, and when you go back, I mean, every time I go back, I I walk around and I and I ask my husband, why why is this? Why do I feel so good here? Why is this? You know. Uh, so great, and it's hard to say, but it's just it's just imbued in the air, and you, like you say, the buildings, the architecture, uh, even the customs, co- not cost, 
customs, customs. Yes. Uh, that they have the, all the things that you say. I mean, you still, when you walk into a little boutique, you must say, and this is, this is what I learned in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, you must say, bonjour, madame. Yes. Bonjour, madame. Bonjour, yes. Monsieur. And then when you leave the store, you've got to say, merci, madame. And if you don't, you know, you're just not a good person. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's just a wonderful I don't know it's just it, you do begin to when you when you live there for a few months it's uh, you do begin to just take on those all of those customs and and live with it and it's um and the, all the little shops I mean it just everything about it and they've been smart they have not they've torn down all those buildings as you say and then mm-hmm. they uh, on the outskirts of Paris, there is a whole. Uh, yes, sure. But I never. I went there once, and I swore I'll never go back again because it's all these skyscrapers, and you don't want yeah. to even think about it. How like genius <laughs> for Paris, though, to say this is our footprint. We're sticking with this. Mm-hmm. We're not the changing. Our gardens it. are everything. Everything is. It cons- makes it timeless yep. in a way that it never ever gets old to be revisited. And your story, and I did describe it, you know, I said it really is a coming-of-age story in the sense you are so different at 26 uh-huh. versus 36. Yes. I mean, it's like okay. almost two lifetimes have could have gone by. There's so much ways that you change. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, like 20, 22 to 35. But, yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it, does, it did, it did uh, I don't think uh, my character, Kate, changed that much until she got there and yes. found this different Paris. But really it was her ready to ready to come to grips with who she was and to go on with life, you know, because like, I mean, just a, a simple ex- example is that, to, that, you know, she had been, a, she worked in documentaries, but she'd never been a producer. She helped, she, she made these films without, but the boss always took the credit or she would do a lot of the work, but not. And that was the way it was back then, mm-hmm. you know, especially even, even the beginning of the seventies, but the seventies were beginning to start, you know, a little bit more libertarian too. Yeah. And uh, so, when she goes back and she's still doing this, she's realizing that, yeah, you know, I could do this. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need the boss to tell me what to do because I'm basically telling the boss what to do. Yeah, she's but very I, good at, yes, at her is. job. And uh, congratulations on Hadley House is your publisher, and they're right here yes, in the, in the Twin, Twin Cities. Cities. Yes, I know. I, I I just love Alice Mann. Has been terrific, and she just had nothing but praise for you guys. She said she loves she loves listening to your show. Oh, so that's she, nice. Yes, they, they, yes, yes. She was, they she do was, a really good job, and we've had a lot of the author of that. The book is Who Needs Paris. The author is Joan Meyerson. Joan, we have to ask you, what's the last great book that you read? The well, you know, I think one of my favorite books that I that I read. Uh, it was, I guess it was the beginning of last or last year or, the, or this year I can't remember, uh, but about a year ago was is um, uh, uh, where the where, where the crawdads. Oh sure, by Delia mm-hmm. Owen. That, mm-hmm. was, that was I thought was just a beautiful, beautiful book and one that captivated me, and I ha- kept having you know to to keep reading it. I and I thought it was beautifully written too. It's so that, that that's a classic. It is. Well, we yeah. we. We are so delighted to meet you and to have read your book, Who Needs Paris? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me with you. Having me with you. (laughs) And, uh, 
And yes, and, and you find out who needs Paris. We all need Paris. We all so need Paris. It's really, That's right. It's a, it really is a fun fun read. So I'm glad that you liked it. Yes, and, we did. Uh, have fun with it. Enjoy it. Okay, okay thank, thank you. you. It's so nice to talk to you. You Bye-bye. too. Lori, you've been telling me this for years. What? You have to go to Paris. You oh. have to go to Paris. I know. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I had such a bad experience when I was younger. We'll talk about well, that, that later. That could be your yeah. the book is such a different experience such... because you were on a ro- ill romantic journey with someone you didn't like. So of course, and that... I relying on them for money. Mm-hmm. It was just like the worst. All right, Grant. We've got three copies to give away. Give us a buzz at six five one six four one one zero seven one, and Grant will help you out there. And we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back.